Hey, you! Don't you be starting a fucking mosh pit at my show! This is my fucking show! That's exactly Dave Grohl, because I watched a video of him yelling that at a crowd the other day. Wow. Welcome that's, to Games on Earth. That's Episode Dave Grohl. Episode 295. That's Dave Grohl. Hey, uh, this is my fucking show! I'm Friday, Dave Grohl! <laughs> December 3rd, 2021. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me as always, we have Jesse B- Dave, Dave Grohl. Yeah, I was going to say, you better watch it. This is me, Dave Grohl. <laughs> this is my and, fucking show. And Bradley Bitchnow. <laughs> Merry Fixmas. Yeah, it's Fixmix has hit and the nation is the nation of Fixit Incorporation is bathing in presents and gifts and being crushed under the weight of capitalism. The oligarchy. Uh, yeah, I don't know who who's uh, if I'm getting the gifts or if I'm making the gifts. I'm not sure yet, <laughs> but hey, some, we'll find out. Somebody's going to get them. We'll find out in like 100 hours or so. I don't know. <laughs> Satisfactory uh, has been a great time. Brad and I have been playing a, quite a bit of that uh, the past week or so. Uh, week, two weeks? I don't know. We got a uh, little server going, and uh, it's been the first time we've ever had... Because they, uh, they just added dedicated servers. So this is the first time we've ever mm-hmm. had a server that we could like uh-huh. both hop on uh, on a whim. You know, like yeah, like I'm gonna hop on this time. Now I'm playing for a while. Then you hop on, and then we're hopping over. Like it used to be, Jesse. I guess we're talking. I'm talking to you, and the audience. I know this is for me too because I was. I knew they reset it, but I didn't understand the structure. In Satisfactory, the game that's out now on PC and all that stuff in early access, um, you can uh, you could play co-op before, but one person would basically have to host it. Like there would be a player's game that you would have other players join. Uh, and there was no means of like dedicated server, but now they have them. So Brad got one and we're, we've been, we've been playing and it's been, it's been, it works ooh, really. We've been fucking well. Yeah. There's that been was, a couple, you know, disconnects, but it just, nothing as bad really as uh, that used to be. <laughs> the yeah, issues. Oh yeah, the I've, local, I've had or, worse. Remember trying to play Astroneer, Jesse? And when it was like... <laughs> yeah, you could, Astroneer was, got to the point where it was just like, there was a finite amount of shit you could do, otherwise the world would implode. It was basically like, that kind of stuff at the very we, start. Yeah. Oh, man. But it's very good now. There's a whole new... It's a whole new game with the dedicated server. There's this level of... There's this sense of continuity and, mm-hmm. like, no... No worry about somebody logging off and either missing out or not being able to play or continue. It's just yeah. feels legit. Like, uh, yeah, a <laughs> full game, <laughs> which I was having a blast before, but I man, can't they it's just still keep access, honestly. That's what it's I was going right? to ask, too. I was going to say, are they, are they to the point now where they won't reset the server again? or is it Satisfactory still... oh, is no, in early access, there's... just like Warframe is in early access still. Yeah. Like, it's just oh. never-ending. Like, it's just a never-ending development. They don't... And, Jesse, they don't, like, wipe it. It's just, like, when they make changes in an update, it's like some of those changes might have implications to the recipes that you're manufacturing, so you might have to rework your factory. Oh, okay. A lot of people just reset because it's fun. And yeah. like if they change an area, those early you stages re- you unlock shit like every 
six minutes. You're yeah, unlocking yeah. something, at least something new. Um, probably. Well, and I'm sure that when they stuff. make changes, they make changes on across the entirety yeah. of the game. So well, I mean, a big you're... one was liquids. That was a pretty big one at one point. Like yeah. before that, the big there liquid. were no lick. There was. How did that even work? I don't even. Uh. Well, you there was no need. They added liquids and like to cold generators. You didn't need water as coolant. And then they added pipes and liquids. So um, that, and then also like the oil processing, there never used to be the resource oil at all. It probably wasn't. And that unlocked a whole new tier. I believe it was liquids that unlocked tier seven and eight because that got like turbo fuel. uh, We just need some trains. Start building the whole train network. I need to be playing trains trains and jetpacks. Jetpacks. Oh, we're going to get there. All We're sorts get of fun there. shit like that. I think the coolest thing they've added since I played uh, last is this um, magnetic handle uh, device that uh, opens up when you jump, uh, when you use it, and uh, it opens up and magnetizes to the nearest power line, and you use that as a zip line. So because your factory's already fucking covered with spaghetti of <laughs> power lines, you can get anywhere you want just by... And it has a really satisfying click spin, and then it opens up, and uh-huh. you see two like capacitors with all the, the wires spun around them uh, open up, and like a little electricity comes out. Very satisfying animations, <laughs> satisfying as hell. Uh, and yeah, just going through that process of building out what? What do I got? Some iron? I got some rocks. Well, I want to. Eventually, I'm going to turn this into a supercomputer uh, parts or like fucking space elevator uh, by you know using some very thought out well placed uh, <laughs> manufacturing procedures we're talking hours and hours of going over the paperwork checking the schematics and then building a giant spaghetti ball of, uh, of uh, conveyor belts and <laughs> just uh, just yeah we're, we're like 60 hours into production here but the paperwork's been coming in for months Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, we're just happy to be. uh, We're just happy to finally hit ground, as they say. Yeah, if you're looking for a uh, a game that's like Factorio, if you have any familiar familiarity with that, or uh, it kind of shares a lot of similarities with something like Ark or Valheim, in that you have a world that you gotta uh, kind of survive in, but also produce. It's like also like there's. You gotta, There's so little stakes at any time uh, that it's just it's always a chill. Unless you're like, I guess, far off away from base, then it can get dangerous. There's you, local. This flora is so muddled now. I don't know what to believe because you're like it's very Shit. chill. I mean, it's well. There's. It is high tense, but then there's also if you, you can, want to. You don't have to go have into the to... spider caves, Jesse. Is what I'm saying. Unlike yeah. a lot of other survival games, that it, the spider caves come to you. Is this chill or not? Because I don't yes, know what chill. It is chill. Sorry. Unless you Everyone go to the spider cave. Chill. It's don't chill go to for now. Caves. It's still an early access. Yeah, Just wait for update knows. six update when they add the six. murder hornets. Yeah, murder hornets. Fuck it. <laughs> anyway, That's actually the update title, the patch name. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of early access games, I started playing a game called High Fleet. And it is so fucking good. Uh, actually, I'm not even sure if it's early access anymore. I think it might be fully <laughs> released. But uh, what it is is a again, it's called High Fleet. Um, 
So it's an alternate world universe, alternate Earth or whatever, where you are the son of a duke of an empire that has just basically been destroyed by rebels. And these rebels have this generator machine at the core of their country. And you and the last bits of the army of the empire are trying to get to that generator core in their capital and take it to use as a bargaining chip for a, sur for a uh, surrender. Uh, because they won't, they need the generator to exist. Like it has to, they're reliant on it for all their energy or something. Uh, and it's like this mad dash across what's essentially like a giant Kazakhstan, like a whole world is, <laughs> is just a massive uh, rocky um, kind of, uh, not deserty, but like very, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, like <laughs> it's very Russian. This whole thing is like fucking step Russian uh, future, but because these aren't like planes and jets and tanks that are going to war here. That this is the other thing, apart from being alternate reality, all the battling is done in these massive ships that are basically boats with giant jet boosters on the bottom of them, uh, and that's how the combat works in the game too so everything you're doing is based in these think of just like a, a fucking cruise ship and then put two okay. jet engines on, e on on either side uh and then two legs to land two big ass legs to land and that's what that's what you're you're, you're playing as in this game um and you're building a fleet of these machines uh to go up against other ones in in some in intense combat some crazy shit like missiles are very scary because it could blow up your fuel tank and then your fuel tank ignites starts a fire blows up your ammunition and half your ship just goes kabam so it's i'm having a hard time picturing this is this what you i saw you streaming earlier is this like uh yes okay let me try and put it into perspective uh more what is the name of so, it again it's called high fleet there's multiple layers to it, and that's why it's kind of hard to describe. So essentially, on the outside, it's kind of like Oregon Trail. You've got to get your fleet to the enemy's capital, which is deep in their territory. But you have, you're gonna run out of fuel if you're not careful. You gotta, every ship you have, you have only a few ships, is, is vastly important because you need them to continue on. And you gotta watch your fuel, you gotta watch out, you gotta watch your radar. Your visibility on the world map is directly based on what kind of systems you have. So I don't have any long range sensors. I'd kind of just have visual range and local radar. So if I, my map is just a little, little teeny pocket of space I can see. When combat begins between multiple ships, multiple airships, uh, it's in a 2D plane, but with really good parallaxing um, and like really intense effects. Um, so you're constantly fighting gravity by to try and stay up and not hit the ground if you hit the ground you're fucking done um you're trying to stay alive you're trying to dodge enemy missiles shoot enemy missiles out of the sky shoot uh you know aa whatever you got send out jets send out your own missiles try and s destroy the enemy in this kind of 2d it's almost like uh it looks it like Looks like asteroids yeah. or like lunar lander. Yeah, yep. it's, it's it looks like a bunch of old games smashed together. It kind of is. Like, like but it's a way more tense and intense. 
Like there are parts, there are points when the screen gets so full of, of like this roiling black smoke from the explosions that occur, uh, like around my ship from me like blowing up other missiles that I can't even see where the edges of my ship are through all of the explosions and destruction. And like if an enemy ship goes down, if you shoot it down and it's above you, you, you gotta watch out because that thing will crash into your ship and just like blow you up. Like there's so many physics and uh, effects going on all at once. Um, it is incredibly hectic, very difficult, um, but super fun because if you can take a small, one of your small like raider ships and just fly in super fast and nail the enemy's like missile battery and cause a massive explosion and then get out, you've just like crippled that, that unit on the enemy's team. So when your main strike force gets there, uh, it's like a way easier fight or like you can just do stuff like that and there's so many different lateral ways of approaching any situation as you're going across this map um, it's a giant world map you got to get across you need to the, I think the biggest thing to think about is fuel reserves kind of like food and Oregon Trail or whatever but there's also morale uh, there's a lot of story point decisions that come up in almost every town that you visit or almost after almost every battle. So like a situation will occur and this will influence uh, not only other characters' opinion of you, but also um, your, your army's uh, values, your army's core values. So if you're like a tyrant and like a, a really fucking crazy dude, your army is going to like lean in that direction. Uh, and support that kind of uh, war. They're going to be a big Whereas, fan of tyrants. No, they're going to be a big fan of like you committing genocide. Like, uh -huh. that's what I mean. Like, you're influencing them, like Kotor two style. You're influencing your own army um, by the choices and decisions that you're making, which is just so cool. Uh, so, like, yeah, it, you'll lose a, and that affects how you gain or lose morale. Um, and yeah, there's so many systems built on top of each other, and each one is like a different sort of mini game. I know you mentioned Lunar Lander because maybe you saw. Anytime you you go to a, a town, you actually have to land your ships, and you can, you can, I fucked up, I fucked up. How many up like ships are you controlling out of at one times. time? Just like one, that? just one at a time. Okay, okay. This at first I was thinking this was like large scale war, but then as it, I'm watching these is, videos, it's but like like only in the global map. When you're in the fights, you're only con or landings, you're only controlling one at a time. You only land one ship at a time, okay. and you only really need to land ships that need repairs. Um, okay. But still, it is like Lunar Lander every time you land those fucking things. And you got to just be careful and try and land at a good spot and not blow up your fucking engine or, or oh, I accidentally hit the ammunition. Boom! Or there goes there goes my uh, leg. And then half the ship falls over because of the leg and the crew quarters is right there and like 30 people die. It's like stuff like that. Yeah, there, um, there are so many controls to this too because so far I'm watching this. And this, it's flashed between, like, 19 different screens, and there are, like, 150 buttons and wheels and dials and clickables on That's every screen. That's the part I haven't gotten to yet that I was about to get to. So, oh. uh, uh, as well as having all of these different modes, they're kind of all controlled from the perspective of you inside the control room with all of the shit available to you. Like, a, literally a pencil to mark positions on the radar, a ruler to measure, uh, like, miles uh, kilometers oh, between yeah. like, you and enemies. There's like a protractor. Uh, there's, there's this amazing like mini game where you can detect radio signals, and then you have to like 
physically pick the band, the radio band where you're detecting them from, and then move a knob between all of like the point stations, like point by point, kind of like like uh, Metal Gear style, basically a like codec. But um, then when you when you get to the signal, then you have to turn your radar dish towards that direction of the signal, and then you have to lock in those coordinates to get the message. And you have to do it within a certain amount of time because the message is only going for a certain amount of time. And beyond that, a lot of times it's encoded. So then you have a whole code-breaking minigame on top of this. And while you're doing this, your ship is still fucking flying. There could still be missiles heading towards you from long distance. That's the other scary shit that starts <laughs> happening. As It seems like the more you can see, the scarier the fucking world's getting. Because you're starting to see like stri distant strike groups of enemies that are like, let's say, 50 hours away. 50 hours of flight away. So they can't get to you quickly. Mm -hmm. But they turn in your direction <laughs> after you've taken out, like, a convoy. So you know they're coming, and they have much better jets than you do. So they're going to catch up to you. And it's like this thing of, what do I do? Do I try and get away? Uh, do I try and send out a strike group to distract them so my main group can get away? Do I fucking send my own long-range missiles? Do I nuke them? Is that a button I want to push? You nuke them. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, that's the problem there is you do have the ability to get nukes. But the mo the problem with that is the moment you start you, the moment you launch one nuke, the enemy launches 30 and you are fucking dead. Like there's no like the moment you go nuclear, they're hunting down you to nuke you with nukes, like indiscriminately. Um so it's like there's so much shit going on. And uh, the layers keep piling up. I, uh, I can't, I can't express how strange of a, of a game this is. This reminds how... me of that one. Uh, there was a game I played uh, where, like, you would print off an actual enormous instruction manual that had codes. <laughs> I could totally in. see that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then the the game itself is like it, the the game is like you're supposed to be trying to disarm a bomb. And the yeah. bomb itself is covered in mini games, but there's one person who's controlling the bomb. Keep talking and bomb. don't explode. Yeah, there the you go. Keep talking and nobody explodes, right? Okay, but yeah, this um, it's not that it's not actually that intense because all of that, you know, scribbledy dip stuff that I talked about, yeah, is is mostly op like optional if you want to if you don't care about min mat. I mean, shit, it's not optional. But it's not necess It's not always necessary. You don't like have you don't you don't to have to do measure it. out every. You don't have to be that exact usually. Yeah. Um, like you don't have to intercept every radio call you 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 see. Like you have a little thing that beeps when you get uh, when you pick up a radio signal. You don't have to check every single one and decode each one. Most of them are probably useless trucker bullshit anyway, just yeah, so you can learn where <laughs> convoys are traveling and what they're traveling with. Completionist. You got to de decrypt them all. Well, you got to well, not that. It's not exactly that. It's partly that. But gotta more like them all, I them all. this game, all these different aspects of this game uh, reinforce this feeling of wanting to do it all because it is so it, like I said before, this game is fucking hard. And any loss that happens if you lose a ship in a battle it sucks because like you only have like five because any more than that and there you wouldn't be able to afford the fuel cost um 
at the start of a game, uh, you get to kind of pick your fleet and customize them. And you can further customize them as you go. But the ship customizer is pretty much Legos. Like, it is yes, so intense. It is like you are building from the ground up brick by brick each little piece of your ship. Your so, legs and your... Which also means you can turn it into some wild shit. People have made some really fucking weird ships. And uh, so there's a whole community of ship sharing uh, online of people like building some like just incredible or weird like there's a lot of big robot people there's a lot of uh just words like shit it'll just be a ship that says shit uh but somehow is amazing in combat because someone spent the time to build out and test out this how this ship works um how this shit works you mean but i'm having so much fun with it it is a very unique experience um and a very intense fun and surprisingly enthralling one because of all those layers and because of how physical it feels sometimes like um because of that uh diegetic uh interface is the word i I had to look it up the diegetic interface where it's like it's as if they're they're objects right there that you're interacting with kind of manually um you're pulling every lever lever there's even buttons to fucking uh eject your your uh your fuel and stuff like you can accidentally just ruin your whole run from from the start um <laughs> it is a rogue it Sounds is like something i would do it has rogue basically roguelike stylings like every run is unique uh in layout uh and kind of your the situations that occur so um while it's not like short in any me- by any means it is like kind of run based I guess the run, really the run part of it though, is you're kind of determining your starting factors, really. But I've already restarted now um, because I just my first run I was going doing really well at the very beginning, uh, and then I ran out of fuel. <laughs> I had too many ships. Uh, I was doing too well. What a fool! And I have you tried doing the polar opposite and just dumping all of your money into one absurd ship? That's what I'm doing now, basically. Not it's not absurd, um, but I did uh, launch with just one ship and see how that goes, and it's actually working out pretty well, pretty well. I knew Uh, it, but um, and now yeah, I have plenty of money to spare for gasoline. But the problem with that is I can't do deep strikes. (laughs) So I can't send like a faster unit forward until I like find and buy another ship or something, which you can do. Um, but I can't like split up, and that gives me a big, pretty big disadvantage. I've already had to like miss enemies because of that. Like uh, my main ship is basically your mothership, mm-hmm. so it has you on it essentially. It's big. It has all the amenities, but it's slow as shit. And it's super powerful in combat, but just having that, I can't catch up with like interceptors. So now what they're doing is spotting me from like, they get close or I get close to, to an enemy. They see me and immediately turn around and faster than I can chase them, get, go to the nearest town and like alert them. So I I've been kind of, I've been successful, but man, I've been running hot of the law. I can't stay at any town too long because uh, the strike groups are out for me and uh, it's like this basically constantly trying to outrun a swarm of sharks uh, 
in this one ship. So it's actually kind of amazing and romantic in that way. Because they're out <laughs> for blood. <laughs> um, but there is good news. I did just recruit my first uh, like lieutenant, essentially. Uh, around the world, there's all sorts of them that you can recruit, and they all have different ships and ability. They're, I think that's all randomized, too. But uh, there's, like, loyalty levels and interactions, and, like, you can give gifts to certain characters to make them like you more. Like, Stardew Valley. Like, there's just so many layers here. Uh, and I, I, I love it. I, I highly recommend it for anyone who's even vaguely interested in all the things I've said. It's not expensive. Um, it's I think it's on sale right now. But uh, it's called High Fleet. It's a very unique, strange, uh, heavy, high lear- high, uh, heavy learning curve. But it's, it's, I think it's fun enough in its weirdness. And it's not too punishing. Um, I mean, the worst thing that happens if you lose is you retry. So, um, from yeah, the beginning like, or from a save point? Well, it depends, I guess, on the difficulty you're playing on. So, yeah, I guess from a checkpoint or from the beginning of the battle or from the beginning of time i guess how, however you depends you on decide how cool you, want to play. you are yeah it depends on your coolness level um but they're like there are instances because you're bringing in multiple ships into a fight um and i already had this happen where i won the fight but it was so difficult i was okay with losing those ships like um it's losing a ship losing ships is tough but it's there are some fights it's a sacrifice it you're willing to make yep yep i i won the fight the first time 330 casualties on my ships i pocket change decided that wasn't boy enough like you uh no i recite <laughs> <laughs> it was my first time you, beating the fight it took could, me a lot of tries you could buy more units i restarted it and got only 200 casualties the second time so i decided to go with that so now you're at 500 casualties no no that was a restart the first one those people some of them survived 130 of them survived don't matter is what you're saying they matter they just there's a threshold i don't know it's (laughs) it's mercurial (laughs) (sighs) the uh Yeah. The uh, uh, the end times are upon us. Oh yeah, that is true. Jesse Brown, <laughs> what does true. it feel like to be without? So you, uh, what, what this does it is feel? this must be a tough longest, day for you. This is the longest this... I've gone without playing Final Fantasy since July. No, I'm just kidding. I've been weekends. Away. I mean, yeah, that's true. Okay, but it was weird to come home today and to yeah, how many work launch days the final. Have you been in? What, how many work days have I been? Have you been away from Final Fantasy? Just one. The days you've worked. I was last. I, I played last night, but I was weird logging in today and actually like opening the launcher and then having the play button not be there because it's just like is <laughs> is maintenance time. Okay, you silly, yep. you silly shit. So. As we speak, and Walker is being prepared for launch. Um, and uh, Jesse, are yeah. you are you all ready to go? The Did you servers, get there? Yeah, the servers have been down. They went down at uh, one a.m. I don't know what time. For us, it was four a.m. So it's a full twenty-four hours that the servers are down. So for us here in Eastern Standard Time, they went down at four a.m. and then they'll come up 
or they're supposed to come up with the expansion at 4 a.m. tomorrow. So, uh, yes, you ask if I'm prepared. I am prepared. I have tomorrow and then the entire next week off. I don't care about that. I'm talking about no, no, I, your character and no, your experience I'm and tell, your life. I'm talking about your how soul How is that not here. part of the preparation? That's assumed. I everyone. You, I mean, I assumed yeah. you, you got that time off. I'm did assumed you, you. Did you assume that I made sure to get? I stayed up late last night so that I wouldn't get a lot of sleep last night, and then I. I saw you I, were on pretty late. I was I, surprised. I've had absolutely no caffeine today, so oh that. Oh my gosh! Are you a real sleepy boy? Yeah. So well, I mean, I'm not gonna pass out right now or anything but yeah it won't be hard <laughs> okay. for me to it won't be hard for me to go to sleep once we're done as, with the as long podcast. as brad doesn't sing one of his famous lullabies we Why should be okay oh during the <laughs> podcast yes if he hits yeah. me with his 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 hallowed tunes then I'm, <laughs> i can't I'm do that dude some people might be driving when they're listening to this i don't want to be responsible that, that, that is really true fun. actually yeah, that is very true um, yeah, we gotta be that is a good considerate thought. and not endanger human lives yeah so I'm I'm ready to pass out so that I'm gonna set my alarm for probably. I've been debating. I don't even know if I'm gonna do snoozes. I'll probably set it for like 3:45 so that I can wake up and I don't know, scream at the mirror and then log. Yeah, on. I like even when it's four, thir- when it's 6:30 tomorrow morning. I'm sure you'll be screaming at that mirror still. Oh, because you don't think it'll actually be up at 4 a.m. Uh, I no. You're not confident. So. Um, I've never seen an MMO launch for anything go. 100% well, I figured. Smoothly. I figured those other guys would have said something if that wasn't the case, though, because the guy. I there are yeah, like nine other true. people who are going to be getting up at the same time to do the same exact thing, and I'm sure we'll all be in but a. You're going to get together. errors. You're going to get, and then suddenly you're going to. Oh be no! That that was also planned for as well. So we line. all made sure to log out in areas, uh, instanced areas. So we won't be logging into a populated area oh where the servers God. are going to be bogging down. So yes, I did prepare. What are your secret places? So the if uh, the FC the FC house those are all oh, instanced. Good. So if you go in there, uh, there are there are several areas that are instanced that if you logged out in that area, then you're not going to have that yeah, struggle. Limsa is probably not Exa- a great place. Dude, to Limsa Lamensa is going to be a nightmare. Yeah, that's where the sage starts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof. I forgot about Old that. Old where the Reaper, Reaper starts. So yeah. Reaper's going to be there, and every sage is going to be in Limsa. And it's going to be a lot. Everyone else is going to be everywhere I'm, else. I'm I don't a, even know. I'm a little heartbroken. I, one, of my, one of my goals was to have everything max this is, level. This is what I was asking, yeah. Oh, no. Wait, I mean, my, I've played nonstop. Everything? It's physically, yeah, everything. Everything max wow. level. That's all I've been doing, dude. I play all day, every day. I'm telling, dude. Well, yeah. It is gross the amount of hours. There's I've more put to do in. in in Final Fantasy than just like level up jobs, though. Is what I was saying. Like, there's a yeah. There's a billion other things, and I'm doing all those too. I'm completing every oh, okay. side quest. I'm. Com- <laughs> I'm oh yeah, you're I going do all, back and I doing do, every quest. I, I, I do everything. I do all yeah. my. I do my duties every day. I do my weekly turn-ins of my dome and enclave and my. Yep. You, it, like, it's okay. I, I, do, I t- well, you just like, there's more to it than leveling. I'm like, well, there's I know more, I've done it there's all. There's more things. 
like, so yeah, Boja. I haven't done Boja. There's a, there are a lot of things I haven't Eureka. done. I haven't done Eureka. I haven't done Heaven on High. I haven't done Boja. Yeah. But those are all leveling things. You just said it's not no, all about leveling. Not necessarily. They're all just things. They're other things. Those they're, are those are those are areas that are recommended for leveling through certain degrees. Like I think Heaven on High is recommended from like fifty to sixty. And, well, yeah, uh, but as an experience, Eureka is it's like not... sixty to seventy, and Boja is seventy to eighty. Right, but Boja also has a shit ton of storyline and really cool gear, looking gear that yeah. you can get. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I haven't gotten that far. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to. It's it's on my list. It's on my to do list. I've got a. I've got yeah, a. Yeah, I have a to do list like that. I've I was just doing it last long... night. I was trying to do all of a uh, fucking uh, Ultima. Yeah. Um, I've done, I didn't make it through all of it. I've I done. I think I've done almost e- to the end. I think I've done every raid series, with the exception of I have to do the last alliance raid for uh, Shadowbringers. The uh, um, the cro- the near automata crossover. Oh yeah. So I've done. I think I've done Yora. the first two of the three. I've got to do the third one still. Yeah, the Yora stuff. I've I've never done any of that. I've got the so. first two. But and then I've been going and completing all sorts of crazy stuff. I did all the weapon stuff, not the relic weapons, but like the ruby weapon, the emerald weapon, and then yeah. whatever the other, the diamond weapon. Um, those were yeah. all really cool because that all pulled from old Final Fantasy content and like Final Fantasy. Like, there was another one that we did too that was like it had the the first boss from Final Fantasy VII was something we had to fight. I don't remember if that was part of a trial or a dungeon or what, but. <laughs> yeah, there's just the the amount of it's funny because any any person that I talk to who has been an OG player is like, dude, this is the biggest content drought we've ever had in the entirety <laughs> of this game, and I'm like, dude, I can't yeah. fucking, I can't, bl- I can't up. blink without you guys saying some other ridiculous shit that I haven't even come across yet. Like, yeah, and then suddenly it, like a submarine will take off. Yeah, and then the they're chat, like, oh, by the way, like, have you ever done treasure fuck? maps? And I'm like, what the fuck are treasure maps? And they're like, oh, yeah, you pop them and you then go suddenly here. suddenly you're, you're sliding down slides into piles of gold yeah. in the sewers. Have you, have you done your Odin fates? Have you done your... It's just like the it, the list is never ending. So it's... I, I, I'm still deep in it forever that's the only thing i've played i don't i don't play anything else i have no eyes for other games i think the one game i think the game that's gonna break me out of my final fantasy slump because i think it's going to be timed almost perfectly with when i'll probably be off of this tangent rise no it would it'll be elden ring oh i'm expecting i'm expecting elden ring to be 84 my reckoning Okay, so three months. Oh, I did. Did did you see what I did yesterday? I don't. I mean, you, you that's didn't. A very vague thing to say to somebody. Yeah. You're talking about in Final Fantasy, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. You did I watched something. you do a lot of things yesterday. Something. Were you watching my notice? stream? You, more spe- you were streaming? Uh, yeah. I was. I. How did you know about the video cameras? Oh, video killed the radio star. I did something that I don't think either of you guys knows about that I think you'll both be wildly shocked by. You streamed? I did stream for a portion of time because of something that happened in the game. Uh. So instead of dancing around it, I yesterday 
while we were talking in the chat, I had made a comment because somebody was like, uh, the elves, the Elizen in the game, they're like, they run really stupid. And I was like, I was like, oh, I, I guess I never noticed. And I was like, I will say the Lalafels run super weird. And I was laughing. Yeah. We have a lot of people that are in the free company that have been Lalafels or are currently Lalafels. And they were sure. very offended. I was like, I'm just oh, messing around. But they were like, well, for your penance, you need to play through all of store or all of Endwalker as a Lalafell. I was like, I'll tell you what, if you buy me the Fantasia potions, I'll do it. And they're like, all right, check your inbox. Uh, so I, I'm, you a, give them that kind of power? I'm a Lollafell now. I used oh a Fantasia God, yesterday. And I'm a, I know. We lost another one. It's, no. It's sick. <laughs> I am so. are going to take everything from us. <laughs> I am so fucking tiny that 90% yeah, of the time I cannot see my character model. <laughs> It is so funny. Like, in do you two, feel like you're moving a lot faster? Yes, I jump so <laughs> high and I move so fast. But it's just because my character model is so tiny. Uh, it's it is. I'm having a lot of fun. It's been a lot of oh, fun. I'm glad. Well, part of me oh, though is so like, cool. dude. In reality, I'm probably gonna beat and I'm probably gonna yeah. I'll probably beat Endwalker in like a week. Like. It, it wouldn't surprise me if I beat it in a week. So I was like, "Who cares? I'll be a Lalafell for a week." But honestly, I'll probably I'll probably keep it for a little bit longer than that. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like you fell in love. No, also, you have a lot more uh, uh, but <laughs> options. I, I will say, I did make the statement. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. So that's the fucking that's 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 that, the Final Fantasy that's, juice. That's what all. Effect. That's what happens. That's what everyone says. That's, that's what. A, that's the. Once you go oh Lollafell, you, you hear, never go back. Uh, yeah, Preach is now a Final Fantasy boy. Who's so Preach? Another WoW YouTuber. Oh, like a big WoW, WoW YouTuber. So Asmongold, Preach, uh, who has been talking to Iflin, a Warframe streamer. It, it's it's kind of wild how much uh, the kind of... Oh, Belilar, a very famous uh, World of Warcraft content creator has just finished Shadowlands and is now ready for Endwalker. Like Shadowbringers. Every, Pyromancer. Oh, yeah, sorry. Wow. God. No, that's what I was like. I was like, is Shadowlands? Was that a... Uh, Shadowbringers, sorry. I didn't know if it was an expansion for WoW. I was like... <laughs> it actually, actually, it was. Yeah. See? Shadowlands was. See? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, um, proceed. <laughs> and then Pyromancer, another contact creator is now uh all, making his way through freaking Shadowbringers. like everyone's it's all cruxing um uh taliesin and avatel also are the, uh, these are all like big big uh, warcraft streamers yep okay. uh well for the most part some most of the ones i mentioned yeah um but yeah like some of the biggest wow uh fluencers are now final fantasy sensors Dang. Um, is Asmund Gold still playing? Zeppelin's Bun Boys. Yeah, yeah. He's back. Okay. He's actually getting back into it. He, he had a whole thing. His mom died. and yeah, Oh, was, okay. I up. had heard about that, but I didn't know he, like, stopped playing. But, uh, yeah, he's, he seems way cooler than I remember him. Uh, I already mentioned this uh, a few months ago or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, this has been Games on Earth. <laughs> this has been Asmund Gold. <laughs> Next time... Uh, uh, next time we'll be talking Final Fantasy Endwalker uh, with um, some just 
I'm guessing hours and hours with your glazed host, eyes. Dave Grohl. Uh, with our host, Dave Grohl. Thank you, Dave Grohl, for joining us. Don't forget it. It's my show? It's my show. It's my fucking show. No marching! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brad, for being here and, and keeping uh, keeping things in check. For with keeping Grohl. things satisfactory. He's, he's, tough to, he's tough to control. Um, you know, if he doesn't get his afternoon nap, it can be tricky, but, you know, just toss him a Snickers mm-hmm. bar. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. turn into Joe Pesci if you mm-hmm. don't eat Snickers. That's I, I do. Learned. I turn into Joe Pesci. Then I pull my gun out and I shoot that kid in the leg. I don't remember what movie that was, but that happened. Joe Pesci did it. We all remember. Honestly, I haven't seen a lot of Joe Pesci movies where I'm like, man, he's such an asshole. He's an asshole in every movie. Except for I haven't seen the Joe Pesci movie where he. Uh, He's a, he's a lawyer or something? What is he? Joe Pesci? Is Joe, he's, is Joe Pesci? What does he do? Uh, uh, is my Uncle Joe? What's this Joe Pesci movie? Uh, I'll look it up. It's uh, Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci. Holy smokes, he's old. Good fellas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't good fellas. <laughs> no. Damn it. What was that movie? There. What was that though? What was the movie? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, no, no, good fellas no, and home alone. No. Uh Am I funny to you? What kind of funny? No. Like haha funny or no, like no, no. uh bada bing kind of funny. Two ninety five.